Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Today's guest is Mindy Mosier. Mindy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Susan. You bet. I'm super excited to get to know you better. We've chatted on the phone before, which is more than what I do with most of my guests. And I just think we clicked, right? So Absolutely. I'm excited to learn more. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'm happy to. Um, so I never have really taken a traditional path in anything that I've done. And while my background includes a true love of psychology, and I was involved in education and very much in marketing and business development, um, I re-entered the workforce while we were still in the Great Recession when most companies weren't hiring at all. Uh, but I needed to. And I was able to find a position working with professional service firms doing business development. And over some time uh, with one of the professional service firms, I was offered the, uh, the role of director of marketing for a mid-sized regional law firm. And then in 2019, I decided I needed to go part-time in that role and pursue coaching which I found was happening in, informally very frequently. And it was a true love of mine. And it allowed me to incorporate a lot of the things that I'd gained over the years with psychology and education. And now I'm a leadership and career transformation coach working with people globally. What's your favorite part about coaching? One-on-one uh, -on -one virtual coaching is absolutely one of my favorites, just really getting to make individual, small incremental changes with people that are lasting. And also I would say being able to provide um, products and the one-on-one -on -one coaching also in an accessible way. I think a lot of people who would really benefit from coaching don't have access to it. And so that's been a very important piece for me. So this COVID restriction or lockdown, if you will, didn't really hurt you much because you're already comfortable with a virtual, you know, relationship. Yes. Overall, that's true. I mean, there was a steep learning curve and adjustment with a hundred other things once COVID hit. Yeah. But yes. From that perspective, <laughs> I was already always on Zoom and um, doing almost all, not all, but almost all of my coaching virtually. Well, is there something you dislike that you're willing to talk about that you would change if you could about? Mm, great question. So I guess I would say a lot of the coaches that I know really thrive on group work and doing trainings and um, things along those lines. And I just find that some things, you know, give you more energy and fulfill you and just make you want to keep going more and more and more and other things don't. I find that when I do more of the group things, I need more downtime. And if I can focus on the one-on-ones, then that really feeds me. Nice. Are you an introvert? You know, I technically am not, but I think as the years have gone on, I've got some introvert tendencies in there. Nice. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, 
I sort of fell in love the first time we chatted on the phone and I usually try not to get to know my podcast guests beforehand, um, but I couldn't help myself. You're just very compelling. You're easy to talk to. I can totally see that I was being coached and didn't know it. Um, I, I feel, <laughs> no, that's great. It felt like a conversation and um, you're very trustworthy. I felt like I could share anything with you. So those are all good traits in a coach, I'd say. Um, tell me a little bit about your proudest professional accomplishment. You might have many, I'm sure. So mm. anything you'd like to share? Sure. So, you know, if you'd asked me that question years ago, I think it would be being able to re-enter the workforce and not climb traditionally, not climb a ladder traditionally, but be able to kind of get up to speed quickly. But now where we are now in 2021, I would have to say it's been this past year because for me, um, we, we just kind of touched on it, but when COVID hit and we moved into lockdown, I had some pretty clear delineation between my law firm work, my coaching work and other responsibilities and family, et cetera. And it took about a month um, to really realize this isn't working for me. Things are not going the way I need them to. And once I let it all turn into kind of just a big soup and it didn't yeah. matter when I was doing what, running back and forth to help my daughter with school, um, telling people in the middle of meetings, I'm so sorry, but you're gonna have to excuse me for a minute, just letting it all swirl together, things really started to pick up momentum. And I was able to, in this time period, um, I got completed another level of training for an additional coaching certification. I completed a bunch of the low price coaching packets that I sell for people who can't or don't feel like that's something they can invest in in regular coaching services. I've completed a career change method online course. Um, and also I've been able to do some really interesting coaching that kind of kicked up when more and more people got online. I've had the opportunity to coach people in, in emerging markets in Africa and uh, India, even Central America. So I've gotten to do some things additionally in this past year that I really am proud of that if you'd asked me back in March, I was just in survival mode. And now being able to look back over the past year, I am proud of it. Wow. Okay. So my jaw is dropped. I'm thinking, damn, I, I managed to clean the garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got me beat on that one. Don't come and look at my garage. <laughs> That's amazing. You, you actually, so very Darwinian of you, you know, adaptation is the key to survival, but not only survival for you thriving, you're thriving. So you were able to sort of let go and see what patterns work and where to really um, put your attention. So a lot of lawyers never learn to manage their attention because they're so focused on managing their time, right? So you were able to step back and see, see you know, what's, what's flowing and what's going and what direction and where you should manage your attention as well. That's amazing. Well, you rock. You. <laughs> I like that you said, let go. I think that's so key. That's yeah. probably the key yeah. part of it. Yeah. You bet. Um, I learned long ago that letting go is a life lesson that many never learn. And it's a difficult one um, oh, it I is. Learned it in my forties, I believe. And it was not easy. Um, 
you know so i, I think it's a myth and and it and it's a delusion that we ever had control in the first place but that's most people's lives right so that's why you you and i do what we do for a living yes maybe, yes. maybe help people gain some clarity well, I want to ask you, you're very inspirational. I'm sure people consider you a mentor um, and even a sponsor. I'm sure you sponsor others. Who has been that to you? So my knee jerk on this is I want to say my mom and dad, because they were both first generation to go to college and they had me, they both had me quite young. And I grew up with them both pursuing master's degrees. So I think I had some strong role models in that way. But honestly, I think the biggest inspiration for me is women who have paved the way before nice. a generation or two ago. I mean, it's not been long. Honestly, it's not been long since women could vote in this country. It's not been long at all since women didn't have to get their husband's permission for a bank account and the women that I can, whether it's reading about them and I've never met them or whether it's people that I've actually gotten to be with and see how they've paved the way, I think that collectively they are probably the most inspirational mentors for me. I love that. I think I feel that same thing. Um, I didn't have sisters. Uh, my father was more of a mentor to me than my mother. Uh, so I think I feel that same thing, that the mm -hmm. trailblazers that went before, both those from long, long ago and those from recent history really inspire me. Have you seen Mrs. America on Hulu? No, but I'm going to jot that down. Mrs. America. You better. It's worth the uh, small subscription fee just to watch that series. I will check um, it out. It's all about the birth of the ERA, birth and death of the ERA, which mm. you know, is still not, uh, you know, a thing. So uh, watch it. It's amazing. You get to know intimately characters based on, you know, Gloria Steinem and the other trailblazers. Uh, and it's, it's fascinating. You'll love it. You'll love it. I wish it it can't, we're longer i wish it were longer you know we're still going on but it's it's a finite series but you'll like it you'll enjoy it i i, I take a lot of um you know those women fought for women they'll never know never meet but they fought for all of us and i do the same for generations to come it's why i do this podcast it's why i do the training and the teaching and the uh coaching I, i'm one of those women that um, enjoys the, the stage presence, the group. I'm very much a public speaker. You uh, prefer the one-on-one -on -one coaching. I think what we do is, is uh, remarkable and I'll own it. I'll say it. I think what you do is, is you're changing lives. You're changing minds. You're listening. Uh, that's a gift. It's a gift. I think it's great what you do. So I want to ask you this speaking perfect segue speaking of all that uh there's so many men and women and women who try to mimic men uh that hurt other women that really and it's not about the women they're hurting it's about them they have the issues the problems the concerns the you know the reasons they behave that way putting that aside let's let's you know we know the psychology behind that they're acting out of fear and insecurity what can those of us who don't act that way what what little things can we do or even big if you have some big ideas can we do to support other women in business hmm. 
So I think for me, the key pieces are kindness and grace. If you can infuse- I'm clapping, I'm clapping oh, up here. You agree with that one? Okay, good. So I, I might be on track then. Um, yeah, I do. I really think kindness and grace and uh, even when you don't want to, even when you may not uh, think it's deserved, we do all need to lift each other up, like you said. And to me, those two pieces really can be infused into any of the engagements. And also looking for similarities, not differences, aiming for like collaboration, not competition. Those themes um, really are what I think can make the most difference to just keep pulling all of us up together. Wow, you are speaking my language. Um, instead of reacting the way a mean girl might act and giving power to that behavior, you should respond with kindness and grace and disarm her and in, in her fear, you know, you know, assure her that it's a safe space to, to find her own grace, right? Mm -hmm. yes. To let go of that, which is, is, you know, making her feel she needs to be that way. Um, I am that person. You are too, clearly. Is it okay if I say, I, I just totally love you, Mindy Mosier. <laughs> well, thank amazing. you, Susan, likewise. Totally. Um, I, I don't know. I just think a lot of women um, need to hear what you just said and they need to hear it from you. The way you started your sentence with those two words is very powerful. Um, the way you said collaborate, don't compete. Uh, I think that there's plenty, plenty, plenty um, of people who need to hear that message. So I'm going to share it with my audience over and over again, for sure. So that said, what has been your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it? So that is actually, um, that question, it hits a chord because it's very personal for me. Um, number of years ago, my husband developed some very significant health issues and we didn't understand what was going on. And it impacted every possible area of all of our lives. It impacted, um, interactions, it impacted the way we function, it impacted time management, it uh, dangerously impacted finances. And at the beginning, I, looking back, I can truly say I responded completely reactively. I was in shock and awe and functioned from a place of fear, which for me turned into overdoing. Um, do, 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 just keep on doing. And that was how I was trying to cope. And it was not healthy for me. I don't think it was healthy for those around me. And it really took time. Uh, over time, I eventually started moving into acceptance and starting to tune back into, I want to say, my essence, my spirit and let that help keep moving me forward with whatever the next right steps were. And then things seemed less bleak and it seemed like there was hope again and possibility. And that's probably been my biggest challenge um, 
overall in my life and then ended up being rewarding because I was able to overcome it in a lot of ways. You are, so not everyone's going to speak the language of what you just said. I get it. Um, you are talking about the difference between how we are born human beings and we become human doings. And you just said we, we salve the wounds with doing when we need to just be. And you, you spoke the language of essence and sitting with and learning lessons from and letting go. I mean, everything you've said in the last 20 minutes has been, oh, just, it resonates so much with me and with many of my listeners, right? And some won't get it. Some will want to know more and want to know you better. And they'll write me and ask questions and I'll recommend readings and books. What book or readings might you recommend? And I know I didn't ask you to prepare for this question. And if you don't have anything off the top of your head, that's fine. But if you do, what are some, you know, maybe types of readings or a particular author or maybe some favorite books that you've read, if you're willing to share, um, or even some meditations, you know, I can tell you are a, a very open-minded, open-hearted person. So if there's anything along those lines you'd like to share, I'd love to share with my audience. Sure. So, um, well, just honestly, keeping it simple, there's two, two resources that come to mind immediately that regardless of where somebody is in their journey or self-exploration, if they have an inkling of interest, I think the app, the Daily Calm, the it's Calm app. Um, it offers so many different resources on there. Mm -hmm. And it, it doesn't have to be meditation. They have so many resources available, even simple breathing techniques. There's so much to, to dig, dig into. I recommend that to almost anybody who will listen. And then also um, my favorite little book is the essential Enneagram where it's oh, just yeah. a way for it's, I mean, a lot of people do different personality assessments. And what are you on the Enneagram? <laughs> I'm a three. I'm a, I'm a very much a three. So but I didn't know that. And, you know, one of the things I think so, the essential Enneagram by Daniels and Price, it's short, it's easy. You don't actually read the whole book, but I think there's something to learn for everybody in there. And what I think is probably one of the most important parts is it helps you understand how other people might perceive you. And it helps you understand how you engage with other types of personalities or, you know, different types of individuals. So those are two resources that come to my mind that I would share with anybody. I could see you totally as the three, as a three, the achiever. What do you think I am? I'm just curious. I'll be honest. I, I would think you're a seven or a three if I just had to guess. Good guess. Good guess. Um, I was totally freaked out. I, I mean, I know I see it. I have, we all have our shadow selves, right? Lots of mm -hmm. young psychotherapy there. Um, I, I read a lot of young and I read a lot of David Rico and, but I am an eight. <laughs> Are you really? 
<laughs> yes. So and you've done a great job of modifying some of the key characteristics of eight. Well, but but equally, <laughs> equally, I'm a two, which is mm-hmm. so, like, oh my God, does it, is it difficult to be me? I don't know. It's, it's who I am, you know? It sounds wonderful. It sounds like your life is probably just a wonderful adventure all the time. There you go. It is that for sure. Um, now, my husband is also an eight. So try living in this house. But he does, <laughs> <laughs> he does not have the two. <laughs> so yeah, interesting. We, we are definitely um, hard charging people. Uh, we use our powers for good and not evil. Uh, but I am very much a helper uh, as well mixed in with that with that eight. So uh, the challenger. So ask anybody who knows me politically and me as an advocate for women and women's issues, <laughs> they know, they know. I love knowing you. I hope this is definitely, um, I definitely hope this is not the last time we connect. I'd love to, to get to know you, your coaching, you know, more about you. Um, this, my friend, is the fun part of the show. Uh, we, we go into what I call, tell me a surprising fact about you. And then we do something you didn't even know I was going to do. So first, let's tell the audience a little bit, um, maybe something even your inner circle doesn't know, a surprising fact about you. All right. Well, I can hide it every once in a while. It's a little embarrassing. But I would say one thing that surprises people when it rears its ugly head is I have a very poor sense of direction. And that um, it can, you know, it can make for some uncomfortable moments where I I look a little ditzy and it's just something I've had to learn to live with. Um, But also I have four children and was a homeschooling mom for a number of years, long before anybody else was homeschooling for COVID. Um, And that is, especially in business, when it does come up, it's rare that I don't have wide eyes or a jaw drop or some additional questions with that one so those are those are my surprising things i want to talk about that i'm just going to be open honest and direct as i always am i'm wide-eyed and jaw dropped and thinking (laughs) i just you don't fit the stereotype in my mind and and i check myself you know i am one who teaches that people need to check themselves when they go into that stereotyping mode and I went there and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, she's a lawyer and a coach and an executive and a well, And I'm not a lawyer. I'm director of marketing for a law firm. Right, so I'm sorry. not a lawyer. That's You're okay. right. You're right. You're in the law firm setting, right? Mm-hmm. Just like I was for 18 years. Not, I'm not going to even go there, but they call us non-attorneys, right? <laughs> but you're a professional, an executive in the law firm setting, but you're not the stereotype of, you know, and, and shame on me. I admit it, right? So we check our stereotypes. I didn't open my mouth, but I'm going to tell you, you can't see me, but I was jaw dropped and wide eyed like all the people <laughs> you say. Um, but wow, um, I could never do it. My son is, well, first of all, I'm pretty smart, but he's way smarter than I. Uh, so I, you know, thank God for the schools that he went to and the teachers that he so admired and I do too, but wow, I'm impressed. That's amazing. And so you probably, if, if your kids were still young and are they, I don't know, are they still, you know, homeschool you know sure sure no I have a 10 year old and she she goes to school but of course now she's doing virtual school from home but years ago my oldest is 26 so oh my goodness you're busy (laughs) wow 
So I will say, um, having arranged, you know, the kids that I, I raised my 60 year old husband and my 19 year old son. <laughs> so I'm busy too. But um, having that, that you're, you're so comfortable with the virtual coaching and you're already homeschooling, you know, so it's, you're probably, you know, really, really okay with this COVID lockdown and having to do everything virtually. So good for you. Good for you. Um, Thank you. I do have a question. It's called the wild card question. I didn't tell you we were going to do this. I don't tell anyone. You have the option right now to say, no, I don't want to do this, Susan. You didn't tell me about it. I'm not prepared. Or you can say, heck, you know, life throws me curveballs every now and then. Let's do this. I'm ready. I'll take it. I knew you'd say that. I knew you'd say that. All right. Well, I'm going to pull a question out of a box of 144 questions. I don't even know what it is. So we'll okay. see. Oh, you'll, you'll love this one. This is a fun one. Something you have never done, but would like to try. Something I have never done, but would like to try. Um, I, I actually, what's coming to mind is uh, we took a 10 day trip to the Florida Keys with our RV recently, and I had never paddle boarded and I got to do that. So I, I'm going to say that I, I tried it. I started sitting, made it to my knees and barely did my feet for a little while, but that was definitely on my bucket list. And um, I plan to try it again. Very nice. Very nice. So um, when COVID travel restrictions are lifted, you ought to go try that in Hawaii. It's amazing. It's very common. It's good for you. Very good for you. And it's fun. It's very fun. So that's very interesting. I love that answer. I love that you more than the answer was your you know, embracing, you know, courageously this unknown question. You know, you weren't prepared and you were like, bring it on. That's fine. I love that about you. So, well, Mindy Mosier, it's been so much fun. I'm sure people are going to want to know more about you. How can they reach you? So the best way to reach me is by email. You can email me at mm at betterwithrose.com. And I'd love to hear from anybody. Absolutely. And folks, you know that I'll put that in the blog that I write about Mindy. We'll have her headshot, her bio, some pictures that tell her story. And then I'll put it on my website and on LinkedIn. And Mindy, I'll tag you so that you can reshare to your network. That'll Thank be you. in probably two weeks um, and probably two weeks time. So look for that. And thank you for being here. You are brilliant and fun and funny and delightful. And I love the word you used was essence earlier. I love your essence. Thank you, Susan. Again, likewise, it's pleasure. Well, this eight slash two says goodbye to you, the achiever. <laughs> have a great day everybody thanks for tuning in bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.